Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Nayan Patel, Chief Scientific Officer for Thrive Lab. And with me today, we have a nurse practitioner, our very first nurse practitioner at Thrive Lab, Katie Jo Dixon. And we'd like to welcome her as well. Uh, briefly, I'm the Chief Scientific Officer for Thrive Lab. I, I, I work with the very well-known team over here of providers that are, have the single mission in life to help patients achieve the best outcomes. And, and with that, I want to have introduce you to Katie Jo Dixon. Dr. Patel, it's so great to join you today and to share our mission and values for our people that we get to serve with Thrive Lab every single day. Like you said, I got to join Thrive Lab at the starting point over two and a half years ago. I am a nurse practitioner, as you said. I'm based out of Austin, Texas, in the heart of Texas. I've been a nurse since 2012, and for the last two and a half years, I've gotten to train in functional medicine and in hormone replacement therapy. Well, thank you for the introduction. I appreciate that part. And again, thank you for being with us since day one. It's been two and a half years, which is a lot more than I can tell because I've been, I've been with Thrive Lab for a little, little bit close to a year now. Uh, and I've told you my story, but it's, it's like when when the Joshua came to me and asked me, said, hey, we have this mission in life to make healthcare, hormone health affordable uh, for everybody. And I know that you have some protocols that can stream this whole process. Can you please join the company? And I says, no, I have a lot of other things to do in my life. But he was persistent and he made sure that I, I, as I was, that he was very clear with, with the goals in, 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 in his life. And, I, and after a while, I said, you know what? This goal absolutely aligns with me. So I was able to join the company and, and I'm, I'm here today. I'm, I'm so blessed to be here working with such an astounding team of, of providers that, that really cares about the patient. And, you know, in medicine, we always talk about treat the patients, not the numbers, right? So tell me, uh, how important for you is getting the hormones level checked? That's a great question, Dr. Patel. So when we assess our patients through their lab work, we know that the way labs operate is that they take a measurement, an average of all the patients that visit the lab during a certain time period, and they create a protocol based on that. Well, the individuals visiting the lab, there's a percentage that are healthy, there's a large percentage that are unhealthy, unfortunately, and there's a very small percentage that are optimal. So when we look at the labs, we're assessing for optimization. I use a much narrower window for lab values to determine if you're optimal or not. So labs are important, but they're not the selling guide for our practice. Our practice is focusing on you as a person and not treating a number on a page. Going back to the experience you shared with you and Josh, having Josh be resilient and asking you for your services, many of my clients tell me a similar story. They went to their primary care provider. They were told no for hormones. They went to their OB-GYN. They were told no for hormones. They went to their endocrinologist and they were told no for hormones. So by the time a client comes to my door, unfortunately, they are crawling their way into my office after being told no, no, and no, using these parameters that are not based on optimizing your hormones. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, I just want to make sure Josh is our CEO of Thrive Lab. So we want to make sure that people know who he is and not just some random person off the street, of course. Uh, 
is there a particular age that we check the hormones for for women? It's like if they're younger versus older, is there a difference in how we check the hormone levels? There are differences based on your age. We are noticing, unfortunately, women younger and younger showing signs of hormone dysregulation. I often attribute it to neuroendocrine disruptors in our environment. Many of our younger patients may have what's called PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So their hormones are up and down. And then when a woman enters perimenopause, so most people know about menopause, the average age of menopause in the United States right now is 51 years old. Well, your perimenopause can begin a decade before true menopause happens. So peri means around, menopause is when you've no longer had your cycle, your menses, your period for at least 12 months. So you could go 11 months, 10 days, 52 seconds, and if you have a bleed, you're not in true menopause yet. So many of my female clients will tell me, I went to my doctor and they told me not to check my labs and they patted me in the head and said, you're in perimenopause, grin and bear it. So we are addressing the perimenopause epidemic that's happening in our country right now. Absolutely. And this is, this is something that I've noticed for so many years. I've been practicing hormone replacement therapy for uh, well over two and a half, three decades now. And in my in my tenure, I've seen so many things that has happened. And we are right. We don't treat numbers. I mean, uh, if you don't get treated by numbers, you can go to any healthcare provider in a in a in a very limited time setting, uh, then they're going to get those numbers checked, and then out comes the prescription pads. Here's a medication. Don't don't interrupt my my day, and then off you go. Uh, and so I'm, I'm assuming that uh, uh, it takes a lot more time to address the patient's needs by looking at the symptoms, looking at what's wrong with them, and analyzing how we can approach them better rather than just looking at a number and trying to fix the numbers for them. You are absolutely right, Dr. Patel. So many of my clients that come to me tell me, I checked my thyroid and I was told that it was normal. I said, I understand that. We are going to dig deeper. We are going to be the detectives for you. And if you're having symptoms of low thyroid, if you're having fatigue, if you're experiencing constipation, if you're losing your hair, if it's becoming brittle, if your nails have changed and they're breaking off, those are some clear signs of thyroid dysregulation. So with our panel, we do dig deeper and we look past the preliminary test that is the screening for pathology. We're looking for optimization like I said earlier. And for example, I had a client that we checked her thyroid, her TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. That's the brain speaking to the thyroid to tell it to give it more hormone was completely normal. Then we checked her markers for autoimmune thyroid and they were skyrocketed. So we knew we needed to intervene for her quality of life. Absolutely. So you just nailed a couple of few things, which is the symptoms, right? So you mentioned already a few symptoms that are that are what the most common reason people come to, uh, to, to, to to go see a doctor's office to get them help. What are some of the other symptoms that you have not mentioned, like sleep disturbances, which is probably the number one issues, fatigue, what else? Sleep is huge. There are studies that indicate that many people who experience chronic pain syndromes experience mm. decades or several years of sleep issues before the chronic pain developed. So sleep is huge, especially for a woman in that perimenopausal state. They may have issues falling asleep. That can be related to high 
cortisol. They may have issues where they're waking up in the middle of the night. That could be related to hot flashes. That is a clear indicator for most women that there's changes in your estrogen and or your testosterone levels because the brain is waking you up, surging, seeking these hormones that are now become deficient. And it's like a roller coaster ride where you may be high one day, low the next day as the body tries to adjust. So the sleep is huge, hot flashes during the day and at night. The hair changes I mentioned earlier, not only thyroid, but our hair follicles are also preserved with hormones such as uh, testosterone for some women and estrogen for others. So we see many changes that overlap. The hormones are like a symphony in the body. If you went to view a symphony and there was a violin that was out of tune, it would clearly stand out. So we look at the whole hormone panel to see how we can make a symphony in tune again. And that is the best way to improve this woman's quality of life. Oh my God, you put it so, so eloquently, right? Symphony, that's what we do, right? We listen to patients' complaints. We're listening, we're listening is any complaint out of tune, right? Is some is everything within within the normal range, or is it something? Is this is this a particular symptom that is out of tune, and maybe it's the drums or the violin, or or in, in the patient is it the is it the weight gain issues, is the sleep disorder, is it the heart flashes, is the is is, the, is it reducing libido or sex drive or whatever, right? Something is not aligned properly, and when you hear that something's not aligned properly, there's no blood test is going to tell you exactly what's wrong with them, right? Symptoms are telling you a, lo a whole lot of things. I like that you brought in the libido because that is a huge indicator for many women. And often women discount this symptom. They think maybe it's because I am a full-time mother now, or maybe it's because I'm working, or maybe it's because I'm stressed out. And they put that part on the back burner of their health. I say the spark in the bedroom also mirrors a spark in your life. So we want to optimize the libido. And we know that Libido is often associated with low testosterone levels. And so women who are experiencing low libido, I had one client tell me the other day, she said, I have a gorgeous husband. He's blonde. He likes to surf. He has a six pack. And I have no interest whatsoever in being intimate with my husband. And once we were able to correct her testosterone hormone, she has a renewed spark with where marriage, some of my female clients will come to me and say, Katie Joe, I am on the verge of divorce. My husband and I are fighting. We don't have intimacy anymore. That is a huge part of our relationship. Please help me. And listening to our patients, we will be able to listen and hear that. However, if we only focus on the testosterone on a lab that's normal, then the woman would not be treated. Oh, thanks for sharing that. I mean, there's so many different ways, so many different reasons why people come to Thrive Lab to to optimize their hormones, and I'm I'm sh I'm I'm so thankful for sharing some 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 stories like those. I'm sure you have one more story that is that is even better than what you just shared so so far with us. Tell me one more story, something. <laughs> I d I do love sharing. I do love sharing stories. So circling back around to listening to our patients, I've had multiple patients tell me, I finally feel heard, Katie Joe. I feel as if I'm being heard and I'm being listened to. And that's huge because in our patient appointments, we allow for a longer length of time to listen to our patients. And then I'm able to hear the patient's stories and able to connect those dots for them. 
For example, I had a patient today and she said, during the second half of my cycle, I become so moody. She said, I am enraged. I'm a business owner. I own my own business. I can't go to work and flip my top with my employees because I'm not going to keep them. And we were able to identify that it was a progesterone deficiency, that her moodiness, her irritability during the luteal phase of her cycle from when she ovulates until when she menstruates again, that she was experiencing a severe hormone deficiency. And I gave her the confidence that as we correct this, that her mood would be improved and she would be the wonderful boss that she knows that she is inside. Isn't this... I think that more than anybody else, the employees are going to be thanking you for her right? <laughs> for coming back to work in such a nice spirit all the time. Uh, so there's one symptom that we didn't, we didn't talk about it because it is by far catching the whole America for decades, and that is weight loss, weight gain. Uh, we are seeing an astounding number of patients are actually having weight gain issues. And the pandemic did not do any justice to us. For the last three years, we have seen uh, the, the weight gain just spiraling upwards. And uh, I mean, you've been in the block. I, I've been in the block. And we've seen all the, all the different diets and the pills and the shots have come across the last 20, 30 years on how weight loss has been addressed. And I want to talk to you about uh, a peptide called semiglutide. And the reason is because for the very first time, there's a slimmer of hope that we are actually be able to help these patients. Can you elaborate on how, how are we doing this today? Semaglutide is an amazing peptide therapy. And many of us know a common peptide. Insulin is a hormone and a peptide at the same time. Many of my female clients, when they come to me, they come in a painful state. They tell me, Katie Joe, I look in the mirror and I don't recognize who I am anymore. <clears throat> I have a patient I met with today. She revealed to me that she was a former candidate for a statewide pageant where they choose uh, Miss, Miss America. Oh. And she said, Katie Joe, in the past, I could eat whatever I wanted. I would drink sodas. I was in this pageant. And she said, now I don't recognize who I am in the mirror. I have what I call a midlife middle, where you start to notice the abdominal section gaining weight. And we know that when, you're, when you gain weight around your abdomen, that can be fat around your visceral organs. That would be the organs deep inside your abdomen. And that type of fat is linked to poor health outcomes, to diabetes, to high blood pressure. And so using a medication, a peptide like semaglutide, we can reverse this epidemic in America by helping others maintain a healthy weight, decrease the abdominal fat, and also improve their self-esteem and self-confidence. Well, absolutely. You, you put it such a, so, so nicely about, uh, about semaglutide as a, being a peptide that is actually helping the root cause of the problem, which is the insulin, which is, a, which is another peptide, right? And over the years, we have seen HCG diet, the 500 calorie diets that you can sh inject HCG and the 500 calorie diets. Yes, it, it works, but it's not life sustaining. It's not sustainable to for long periods of time. Uh, we, we we've all been through this this fasting and fenfermine, the fan fen therapy diet, which was about 20 years ago. Which was oh my god, everybody in America was using these products, and later we found out that it was really toxic to your heart and. The FDA to intervene and shut it down. So FDA has approved semaglutide already for uh, for for diabetes, and 
while it's helping with diabetes, it's also helping with weight loss, which is what most of people need more than anything else. So, uh, so I, again, thank you for for uh, explaining the patients on on how to use it correctly. So, uh, what methods of HRT do we offer right now, and why? Wow, that is a, a big question that I will un, unpack slowly. I, so I over, can help you too a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will call. I will call in you as my my backup here. So there's several different hormones and peptides that we offer as well. So my favorite hormones is thyroid. I am a proactive thyroid fanatic because I know if we can increase your metabolism, our thyroid is our master metabolizer then we can increase your body's ability to burn fat. And then we also can increase your energy. So thyroid is one of my favorite. On our formulation, we use two different types of thyroid. We have a bioidentical thyroid called biothyroid. And then we also include a porcine-based thyroid as well. And this is where, when we dig deeper as detectives for our patients, we determine which thyroid medication would be the most beneficial. Then we also use estrogen, we use a specific type of estrogen called bi-estrogen. Bi for two, like the word bicycle. So our estrogen has both E2 and E3. These types of estrogens are known to be protective for women. There is a doctor I've trained with, Dr. Pamela Smith, and she told us in a teaching that when she goes to the airport, she looks at women to see who's using hormone replacement therapy. She said, if you're using progesterone, it'll increase the circulation to your skin and you'll have that youthful glow. If you're using estrogen, it will help to maintain your pores in a tight, closed position so you're not having the sagging, aging skin. And if you're mm -hmm. using testosterone, testosterone helps erections in the skin as well. It helps to maintain your muscle mass and your muscle skin and erect and holding their shape in your face. So Estrogen is one of my favorite hormones for this very reason, because we know if it's affecting the skin on the outside, it's also affecting internally as well. So I want to keep your blood vessel lining soft and supple with the use of estrogen and decrease the hot flashes at the same time. And then testosterone is also one of my favorite hormones. I mentioned erections, keeping the muscles erect. So not just erections in what we would think of men's health, but in women's health, also using that for the low libido, which we spoke about earlier. In our formulation with the estrogen, the biestrogen and the testosterone, for women, I prefer the labial application. And we go into detail with my female clients about why the labia is such a great application site. And one of the reasons is because there are so many blood vessel endings and nerve endings in the labia that you can use a very small amount of medication and have a therapeutic effect with a very small dose. And I've noticed since we've used the labial application of testosterone and estrogen that my female clients have quicker responses and they notice that their symptoms are relieved for a longer length of time. No, thank you. I, I've used label application for now over 16, 17 years right now. And initially, well, I was a little hesitant to, to switch my patients over from topical application to label application. But once I did that part, it is nothing but just a blessing to my patient's life, right? They never change the site again. They see up at the same spot all the time for 15, 17 years, and they get the same response every single time. Uh, so it's, it's very, very nice to see that part. One thing we do not do, 
Uh, and I'm, I'm glad you paid about the erection in your skin, you know. I, I, w- I would have put it a little bit differently. I would probably say that, hey, it caused skin thickness would be a better way to put it up than the erection of your skin because people, I, don't, I don't comprehend it properly, correctly. But anyways, that's a nice way of putting this, this all. Well, this I'll, I'll give another example for you, Dr. Patel. So if you see someone who's not using hormone replacement therapy and you notice their skin, they often have these saggy wrinkles. For yep. some individuals, they'll start to notice the area of the eye being shallow and sunken and the skin pulling away from their face. So the testosterone is helping to lift those muscles. Ah. On the opposite end, if you are a female client and you're noticing lots of edema underneath your eyes or you wake up in the morning and you're puffy, you're swollen, that could be hormone related. It could be related to progesterone or it could be related to, to thyroid. For myself, I am not only a mentor, but I'm also a member. So I use bio, bioidentical hormones myself. And I wow. noticed when I started to use bioidentical thyroid, that in the morning when I wake up, the puffiness under my eyes is almost completely gone. Oh, so you're also a patient for thyroid <laughs> yourself. Oh, that's thanks for sharing that. But I did not know that part. Hey, you always learn something new every single day, right? Uh, one, one thing we do not do is pellets. Now, I have my own theory, which I, I will mention to you, but I would like to hear your your theory first, and then I'll tell you what why I think we don't do pellets. All right. Well, we'll compare notes. So yes, please. in my practice, I tend to receive the pellet rejects. So I had a client who had an infection from where she was cut. I've also had clients that have experienced what we call supraphysiological. So the levels of the hormone rise above what your body would ever naturally be able to produce. Specifically with testosterone, it can cause hair loss in women. It can cause roid rage where you are raging internally and you want to argue with every single person you encounter. It can cause facial hair growth. So you are optimizing your hormones and now you're growing a beard. Or it can cause acne where you have cystic-like acne on your face. So with the pellets, I see those possible side effects. And to me, it's not worth it when we have an alternative like the labial testosterone, that we can have the good impacts of testosterone. We can prevent your muscles from wasting. We can increase your energy without having to risk the side effects of having the, having the super physiological dose. And I say that because many practitioners have great success with pellets. A part of our mission is making hormone healthcare accessible. So we're using the platform of our technology to reach patients that might not be able to see healthcare providers. Pellets do require an in-person visit while our visits are via telephone calls or video conferences. And that allows me to serve more people versus an office where I wouldn't be able to serve my patient who lives in rural Montana to insert a pellet. Of course. And how about those post-surgical scars that they get after the after the small insertions they make? Maybe once or twice is okay, but every three months, if they get insertion every three months, after a while, you run out of the spaces where you're going to put it up there, right? How about scar tissues, developing scar tissue under, yeah. under the skin? Uh, that's One of my know. female clients told me, Dr. Patel, to interject to that very point, yeah. was that she said, I want to use hormones through the longevity of my aging. And she said, I can't see myself being 70 years old and going into a doctor's office to have them scar me and put that in. She said, I I know that hormones are gonna protect my health long-term. I know that it'll protect my brain, my bones and my heart. But if I'm having to go into every three months and for years of that, my backside will not look pretty. And 
Other clients have told me it is a, a vanity. They don't want to have scar tissue. So their partner, or their husband would see that. So they want to prevent that from not yeah. happening. Especially if you, if you had the body to wear a bikini, uh, you won't be able to do that anymore because of the scar tissues that, that can develop over there. I'll tell you another reason why we, we don't do pellets all the time because, because at Thrive Lab, we want to mimic human physiology. Us humans, we don't produce hormones every single day, 24-7, 365 days a year. We produce hormones in a sporadic manner. We produce in the morning and then it goes down and then we don't do anything. And then next day, again, it goes up and goes down. Or maybe sometimes it goes up and down twice during the daytime. When you do pellets, it's the same hormones every single day, the same levels. And what we do know is that a continuous, continuous treatment of any hormone therapy is actually the body doesn't have a chance to clear it out, to get rid of it. So the hormones, instead of helping you, the excess hormone can actually be harmful or hurtful. In that case, I mean, we see a lot of side effects, but that's just the tip of the iceberg, uh, just the side effects. But eventually, those side effects can become towards w much worse, uh, eventually can lead up to major diseases. And so pellet therapy, while it may be good that you only see a doctor maybe once every three to six months, but for patient, it doesn't for for every single patient, it doesn't make a lot of sense, and that's one of the reasons why we didn't, didn't we didn't do so much pellets. That's that's another reason why we we don't do too much injections either. We do have injections available because injection has a shorter life, so you you do shots maybe once a week, once every two weeks, so it's okay a little bit. But pellets is it's a long term. There's a huge high and a huge low, which which is very hard to maintain for a lot of our patients, and that's one reason why we don't do that part. What's interesting that you mentioned the other diseases that could happen from having your hormones elevated to the super physiological state for a long period of time. And one of my personal and professional missions is to help individuals' livers. My own personal experience in my own health, I've had malaria, I've had hepatitis A, I travel a lot. So my liver is a place that I'm especially sensitive to after having some of my own health challenges. So protecting the liver is essential for my patients. That is our key recycler in our body. It helps to take out the trash. And if we're overstressing our livers with very high hormones, it is on overdrive. And that long-term can lead to fatty liver disease, or other issues. So it's important when you're seeking out a healthcare provider for your hormones that they're taking all of this into consideration. And by all means, thanks for bringing it up because with that, I do have to uh, let you let you know that, thank God, we do have a product called glutathione that is available to clean the liver out for us all the time, you know? And it was it's something that I've been passionate about it. We have patents on it. It's available through ThriveLab platform at a discounted price for all of our patients. And it's the single most important abundant molecule in our human body to keep your body clean at all times. Liver is by far the most important organ that we need to be clean at all times. Having those levels optimized uh, and making sure that uh, all our patients have access to it to make sure their liver is always clean is it's been a game changer in, in, in HRT or what we call as BHRT, the bioidentical hormone replacement therapy has been game changer for all of us. So um, anyways, this, this, was, this was a great conversation. Uh, I just want to find out is to, how do you 
how do you expect our patients to uh, to do the next step now? If somebody is out there looking to get help, what would the next step for that person would be? Well, the next step I would say is not to wait to get help because every day you wait, your your hormones are not going to replace themselves on their own. So you may try different diets, which Dr. Patel, you mentioned all the different diets. If the hormone deficiency was a dietary deficiency, then we, we wouldn't be in the place where we are right now. So True. don't wait, reach out to us at Thrive Lab, our website, thrivelab.com. And on there, there is a self-assessment that you can take. It takes a few minutes because I'm a patient, I've completed it myself. And it will enlighten you of your symptoms that you may think are hormone related, and it will confirm that. And then from there, we'll have our team member reach out to you to have an appointment with a provider so we can go over in detail your symptoms, your struggles, and then develop a plan that would be a way to optimize your hormones. Well, that's so well said that if it was a deficiency that you don't want to, you you think it's a food. And I mean, you see all the time people go, oh, I've tried soy and yams and all these different products. I take some some over-the-counter supplements to help me with my hormones. Hormones are hormones. They're internal chemicals that you can get from plants. If plant has hormones, they'll be human beings, right? They are, they are, they are not... Uh, they're not human beings. Oh, we are human beings. So we have the actual, the real hormones that makes us, uh, that, 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 that makes us tick. And one more thing that I want to mention is that not a lot of people know that, that both men and women, both of them, the highest number of hormones they have in the body is testosterone and is not estrogen in women. The only time the estrogen rises in women is guess what? When they're ready to, have a pregnancy and to have a baby. That's when the levels arises, and then it'll drop right back to under uh, to to low levels, and and so that and the testosterone level is always high. So testosterone level is testosterone are always highest in both men and women, but yet in women is this much, in men is way 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 higher, and that's what the difference between men and women becomes. But when women say that oh I don't need testosterone, uh, I said uh, hello. Your body makes too much testosterone to begin with and not replacing testosterone is actually not beneficial for your good health. And so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good to let people know. But at the same time, when you see people having the aha moments, oh my God, I learned something new. That brings so much joy into our life because our mission is to, to help every woman possible and that thrive. We want to make sure that we help everybody and make it accessible. We want to do a good job, but at the same time, we understand the cost of it as well, and we want to make it accessible. So before I want to go any further, I just want to make sure, do you have anything further to share for us, the closing marks? I want to share that health is wealth. No amount of money, if you have a disease that's debilitating, if you have diabetes or high blood pressure that could lead to situations such as strokes or heart attacks. No amount of money can fix that if you experience a life-changing health crisis. We know that using hormone therapy can optimize your health, prevent you from going down the pathway to chronic illness. And we also know that it can improve your quality of life. So I, as a member of hormone therapy, I want to give one last example for a story for you. Oh, yes. So last night, I went swimming at a pool party with some girlfriends and I was able to wear my bikini and all my girlfriends are about 
10 years older than me. But what I noticed is they all had the midlife middle. They all had joint aches and they were moving slower. And I thought if you had started hormones a decade ago, you probably would not be in the condition that you are now. So that's another cry to prevent yourself from going down that rabbit hole of pain and joint aches. If you took the word aging and you replaced it with deficient hormones, we'd be having a very different conversation in our healthcare. We wouldn't be saying this is because of aging. We would be saying this is because of hormone deficiency. And we know that can be corrected. No, that, you put it so nicely, health is wealth. Uh, and in my, in my uh, tenure of, of doing hormone therapy, what I've noticed is hormones to me is considered an angel of life, an angel of death. Too much hormones is not good for you because it can give you a lot kinds of problems. And that's why we need Thrive Lab type, type platform to help address those hormone needs in a correct manner. But too little, you can't function. So you gotta have the right amount. So that's why we call it the angel of life and angel of death. So we, with that, I wanna make sure that everybody gets to experience those hormones like we have. Uh, I want everybody to at least give, give a shot for yourself. You don't have to suffer you don't have to go through these life changes on your own. There are people out there like us that can help you. They can, they can give back control to your life. And with that, you can enjoy the, the second half of your life. And I always say second half because all these years, we didn't live that long. Now we're living almost the same number of years from, from before menopause to after menopause. And it's so important for us to make sure that we all want to live that 30, 40 years post-menopause as enjoyable as we did the first 40 years. So thank you. Thank you very much for joining us today. I appreciate your time today. And thanks for educating all of our patients and letting everybody, everybody know that we are here to help them. And so any questions, please reach out to us at thrivelab.com. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.